Hello you, Angela Scanlon here on the Graeme Norton radio show with Waitrose. I'll be here for the next couple of weeks as Graeme soaks up the very last bit of the summer sun. So let me tell you what we've been up to today. Giovanna Fletcher pops in to talk about her trek to Mont Blanc for Copperfield and her brand new sleep album from Happy Mum, Happy Baby. Show chef Martha's honey glazed carrot hummus went down an absolute storm. Delicious. And we had a game of Word Up. Do you know who it could be this week? Let's find out later. Time to crack on with the show. Giovanna Fletcher <laughs> is in the studio. Welcome. I mean, it's so nice. Yeah, you know, I've been here a lot, but this on is the this first side, time right? on that side. Mm-hmm. But it's so nice to actually be here and have snacks be given to me. Be fed. I know. I know. I mean, that technically, I shouldn't really delicious. be doing it while I'm doing the talking bit. Like <laughs> I am. Like, now I've eaten. I'm going to get bread stuck or something. Yeah, but it a was bit worth dry it. mouthed. It yeah. is. The hummus is off the charts. It is. Absolutely, absolutely lovely. <laughs> it's so delightful. I mean, I didn't hear the recipe, so I'm going to ask after. Listen, I'm going to... Virginradio.co.uk. Uh, yes, I can go and also listen Also available on socials. Thank G. you very much. I'll go on the app. It's all good. Thank yeah, you. you yeah, you can do that. <laughs> now, I, you're going to need that. You're going to need to load up on a bit of that for what you're about to enter into. So you are heading off with Copperfield mm-hmm. on a five-day trek through, it does sound quite idyllic, through the French Alps. I, I am, I am. I'm Imminently. Going to Mont Blanc, yes. Mont Blanc. Um, Say it with a French accent. Mont Blanc. Babe. Mont Blanc. Mont Blanc. Mont Blanc. Yeah. <laughs> They're going to hate there me. You go. Um, yes, uh, I am. So, as you know, because I do text you about these treks and try mm-hmm. to get you to come along, but you're always too busy, but they're still hoping oh my God, for you to time. It's fine. Um, <laughs> Sorry, but, next time. So, I do two, I head up the treks basically for Copperfield. So, we do two treks a year um, one in the UK and one abroad. This is the uh, abroad one. And we do you raise... know I haven't got the text? Sorry, I now just feel like I should really let you know. I genuinely haven't just ignored your text about the charity ask. Next time. We'll, okay, fine. We'll, this we'll is a request for next properly. year. Yeah, okay, okay fine. this is I'm fine. In. Um, and uh, so we take a whole load of people. There's 120 trekkers, some of who have had breast cancer, um, others just fancy a challenge. Um, and we just go and we bosh a challenge basically for five days. Mm-hmm. Uh, last year we managed to raise a million pounds between the two treks for Copperfield. Um, so a large part of it is uh, is the challenge, it's raising money, but it's also raising awareness for the signs and symptoms mm-hmm. and just letting people know that the main thing is knowing your body and what your normal is. Um, because if anything changes, you have to advocate for your own health. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think growing up we would have thought that breast cancer was something that older women got, that it was a, always a lump, um, but actually... 400 men a year in the UK alone are diagnosed with breast cancer. It's not just a lump. Uh, there are many different signs and symptoms, mm-hmm. um, including like texture of skin, dimpling, uh, rashes, um, nipple changes, inverted nipple, mm-hmm. um, discharge. Uh, there's so many different things. And looking up to your collarbone and, uh, and under your armpit and stuff as well. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's a large part of what we do is spreading that awareness. Yeah. Um, and so Copperfield, that's what they do. They want everyone to know, actually, it's not just the things that you... Thing. Yeah, absolutely. Because yeah. Chris, who founded the charity, um, she Amazing had woman. symptoms at 22. She's incredible. At 22, she had symptoms, went to her doctor and was just told it was hormonal. It's nothing to worry yeah. about. Told to sort of go off, enjoy her life. Uh, she went travelling, came back, um, still had the symptoms. It, it worsened. Mm-hmm. Uh, was again told by her GP, it's nothing. I agree with the initial doctor, nothing to worry about. Her mum marched her up to the hospital, uh, the doctors the next time. 
they made her get uh, seen by a breast specialist uh, and then she found out that she, well, she was diagnosed with breast cancer and at that point it was secondary. So she was treatable, no longer curable. And the, the big thing about knowing the signs and symptoms and being able to advocate for your own health is that we are all after an early diagnosis mm. because the earlier this is caught, the better, the higher your chance of survival. Um, so that is why it's so important to, to know the signs and symptoms and to advocate. Mm-hmm. And I think that is the is the word, isn't it? And advocate for yourself if you don't have somebody doing that. And particularly with breast cancer, I guess mm. it's so personal. You don't necessarily have somebody who's sharing, you're sharing those. And it's embarrassing details. if your nipple does something a bit weird. You yeah. want to be a bit like, oh, I don't want to show anyone that, you know, yeah. it's, we'll sort yourself out. It's fine. It's, you know. Yeah. Um, well, we, we ex- explain away a lot yeah. or, you know, I'll get, I'll get around to it, you yeah. know. And I think that age bracket as well, people are busy and yes. they kind of kick things down, down the tracks and you do have to kind of really really push for it I mean my my sister-in-law again had um or her symptoms were there was a discharge there which I had never even heard Mm -hmm. as a symptom so only that I had you know a close relationship I would never have thought of that as a thing and when they like properly checked um the lump was so deep that they it would never would have been one of the symptoms and I think that's you know it's quite frightening but it's also knowing how to tune into all of the potential symptoms and it's that thing is someone like listening to this they might hear it today and go oh I've, I've got that or they might hear this and then in a month in a year in 10 years have something happen have something pop up and know I need to go to the doctor yeah. you know and, and, and that sort of thing is going to mm-hmm. is what is going to save people's lives and that is why we trek and that is why you trek and so in terms of the trek itself mm-hmm. Are we physically prepping? <laughs> she do. says as someone who's not for my own little trek across the dance floor. Across the dance floor, just reaching for like little. Um, uh, yes, so I try and and stay in some sort of shape the whole yeah. time because I don't want to be the one at the back kind of heavy heavy breathing while I'm asking you people don't want to be dragged along questions. while you're, you know, WhatsApping people to get involved. <laughs> exactly. Um, so, yeah, I, I do... Um, it is, it is something that I do have to focus on. Blisters is going to be the massive thing, though, because I've okay. seen some people who have really trained and they get there and, like the Sahara that we did last year, the heat, the sand, ah, oh, I saw some feet that were ripped to shreds. There was one amazing lady, I'm going to give her a shout-out, Daisy, who I I just applaud so much because she might have been at the back of her group, um, but she I knew that she had blisters and it wasn't until the last day that I saw what these blisters were. They were no, they weren't blisters. They were literally feet Gaping that wounds. were raw. Yes, oh, absolutely. Her. But she persevered. She walked 100k across the Sahara Desert, you know, you know, for personal reasons, for, you know, everyone mm. that she was trekking with, it was just a massive thing. Um, so it's those little things that just come along that you just, that they are the bigger challenges, actually. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah. And it's those people, isn't it, in a group who yeah, galvanise, you know, Absolutely. you want that kind of energy when you're hanging. Yeah. And, you know, the conversations that you have on treks like this, it's unbelievable, you know. Yeah. Um, you get you know, to know each other very quickly exactly. and very deeply, oh, I would imagine. You know, even thinking about toilet trips and things mm-hmm. like that. Day one, you're trying to find a massive rock a mile away from everyone else. By the last day, you're just like, I'm just going to go here. here. Have you any room in your pocket, babe? <laughs> You know, and, it's, and then that is amazing to see those barriers yeah. that socially we put up just fall down. Mm-hmm. It's really life affirming. It's brilliant. And the yeah. bonds that they create are just incredible. And so as well as you, Kelsey Parker, Pete mm-hmm. Wicks, Candice Brown, Anna Whitehouse, also known as Mother Pucka. So yes. like a 
good crew. A good crew. And three of those have been on previous tracks. They uh, know the gig. They know the gig, which I think is a, is a massive thing. And, and I think that is what speaks volumes about the tracks because we get so many past captains come back. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Matt Willis, after he did Cornwall, he phoned me and he was like, I just need to tell you that that was up there with one of the top five experiences of my life, including marrying Emma and the birth of my children. Wow. <laughs> you know, and, and that's how deeply it affects people. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so those those four will all have their own teams, okay. um, and uh, and, it's and you'll amazing. be hoping to win. No, <laughs> <laughs> but it's incredible that each team kind of gets their own personality, mm-hmm. you know. And and it's always been the case that everyone kind of yeah, it's a personality of the group is formed. Yeah. And I am just lucky because I get to float around um, and uh, meet everyone and chat chat to everyone about you know their lives and why sing them there. to sleep at night if they're <laughs> having trouble with the anxiety. We'll talk about album. that. We'll yeah. talk about that. In a minute. Giovanna Fletcher is with us, best selling author, the face, the founder of Happy Mom, Happy Baby. What an amazing podcast. And again, like a beautiful service to mothers. I was on your podcast very long time ago, <laughs> six weeks after having my first child. Yes. I don't know that I should have been out of the house, never mind on an actual <laughs> podcast. But it's 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 really wonderful and an incredible community that you've built up and kind of fitting that the next step or like the next evolution, there's a brand new album, Happy Mom, Happy Baby, The Sleep Album, which launched yesterday. I think the number one thing that most parents talk about is sleep. Or lack thereof. Yeah, mostly. The longing that you have for sleep, yeah. you know. Um, I can remember when me and Tom used to get our, you know, watches out wherever and go, well, I've only had five hours, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, whatever that is. Yeah. Competitive um, deprivation. Absolutely. Yeah. We'd go to bed high-fiving each other and going, good luck. Yeah. Um, you know, and uh, and for us, music has always been a part of that sleep routine. Um, and there's, musically, I think the things that have been out there before, it's, you know, it's it serves its, pur- its purpose, but it doesn't really look at the musicality of stuff mm-hmm. and use real instruments and things like that. So I've worked with Decca Records and Life Score uh, to create a piece of music. Uh, so the actual musical section is uh, is uh, ninety minutes. Okay. And the first thirty is sort of that getting ready for bed. So, so we're winding down. You're winding down. You're, uh, you know, you're, you're, you're maybe doing your baby massage if that's your thing. Okay, maybe yeah. the, out of the bath, getting ready, putting the pajamas on. But like on. zero stimulation. Everything's yeah, kind everything's of... winding. Okay, nice. uh, and then there's the drifting off section, and then there's the stay asleep section. And after that, uh, we put on a whopping nine and a half hours of uh, oh. white noise, which is really gorgeous as well. And just it, it's been loads of fun seeing what because it mixes um, instruments and environmental sort of nature sounds and seeing it's been fun seeing how they marry and how they work together and um, you know how instruments can be um, put in to feel like an elongated breath you know mm-hmm. like just a, and how that can relax you or it can feel like a drone and wake you up you know those yeah, different okay. things that can kind of happen um, so it's been really fun playing around with those and I have fallen asleep so many times whilst working on it well, I was just going to ask, back. is it for for babies or is it for me? <laughs> <laughs> I am all for putting a child to sleep and having a good old nap. Mm-hmm, so yeah. that is, that's how I function. That's how yeah. I get extra work done in the oh, evening. You're a good napper, are you? I love a good nap. You're great with a nap. I you're feel not. like, oh, God, I've still got a bit of concealer on. I should really <laughs> cleanse before I properly put my head down. So there's too much going on there. I'll do the thing. We've got a five-year-old who still needs to be, wants a snuggle in time. So I'm oh, like, maybe I, I need to whack that. this on. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. No, it's good though. And, and um, the good thing about the album is 
So it has those nature sounds, but the music is there's some sort of phrases that you that are gonna they're gonna stir your uh, memory and things oh. like that. But so what like getting into subconscious? Yeah, astral kind of travel, lullaby, no, <laughs> little lullabies that you would have heard before, and um, but it should kind of feed your feed your brain in type of it's like a story setting type thing, but drifting off into the land of nod. But definitely for for you as well as your baby, I wanted yeah. something that parents would enjoy listening to as well mm-hmm. that doesn't feel like oh gosh this again well yeah because you know rock a baby or whatever on a loop <laughs> sometimes it's quite triggering at a certain point yeah it? absolutely and you know I've been there a long time my, my, I've got three boys who are nine seven and five and mm-hmm. you know I've been I feel like I've done the baby stage yeah. a lot I've not really left it mm-hmm. and um, so anything to help get babies to sleep and for parents to feel like they can function because they've had a good night's sleep I think yeah. it's been really important a game changer though I mean yes. because it's you know a form of torture isn't it Absolutely. sleep deprivation and so suddenly you think oh you kind of feel like you're complaining if you haven't got sleep and now we've got whoops and everyone's analysing their own sleep so it's not just oh yeah I had sleep no how, what was my RPV <laughs> how much deep REM did I get like it's we're quite hardcore about sleep now do you Absolutely. kind of follow that train of thought or do you just think put on a relaxing track and chill out absolutely chill out chill out because also I I think there were mornings where I'd get up and I would have been up like feeding and you know Mm -hmm. all that jazz and had quite broken sleep and all the time all the while hearing Tom sleep you know and then hearing him wake up in the morning going and me saying oh last night was really rough knowing they had slept through the whole thing and he'd be like yeah I only got this amount of sleep I'm like what don't come for me just because your app says that does not mean it is real (laughs) you snored incessantly I heard everyone. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I think it's actually, you know, you you you'll be up for a knighthood or whatever <laughs> for helping marriages as well as sleeping. And um, before you go, I have to ask you because you won. I'm a celebrity. Yes. Get me out of here in 2020. Have you ever been tempted by the Strictly thing? Do you know what? I wasn't until Tom did it. Yeah. And Tom had such an amazing time. Obviously, Amy Dowden was his partner and she is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. And she really, she gathered in the family as well as as well as well Tom into her arms. She gathered all of us. Yeah. And she took us all along for the ride. And it was an amazing experience. And, and seeing how the Strictly family are with each other and what a joy that is to be there every week. I would be more tempted to do it now than I was previously. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So any words of advice having nursed Tom through it? <laughs> Go and have the best time ever. Okay. Um, I always think keep perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it is a it's an entertainment show. It's it's it, the competition side of it is fun, but it yeah. is an entertainment show. And just enjoy the fact that this is your probably your only time in life where you can spend weeks and weeks learning these dances that you would otherwise not Never. have time to do. Yeah, I know. Mm. Also, my kid is just ecstatic. She's exactly. like, suddenly cares. She's like, oh, you're doing a show, whatever. <laughs> I couldn't really care about goggles or virtual reality. Suddenly she's like, oh, she's asked me to fill a box with things. So every time I go to the studio, I can whack in some sequins oh, or a bit of confetti. That is, I love that. Yeah, I'm sure there's Well, every of- Saturday morning before, uh, before the live show, Tom would try and teach me part a part of the dance that they were doing that night That's and it was really cute. nice You're and also i think it. what was sensible what was good great about it is it put tom in the teacher role so you're no longer the... And it, make, it gave him a sense of confidence, I guess, in okay. what he had learned. Uh, and it just meant that it was something that we did together. Together, yeah. yeah. Lovely. So, happy mum, happy baby. The Sleep Album is out now and Copperfield, the trek starts next Sunday, the 10th of September. You can find out all the information you need at copperfield.org. Well done. 
as always for this definitely get my number I'm there <laughs> next time and I promise you that I'd absolutely love to do it and good luck to you and all the rest of the captains and everyone who is is joining you and I hope you make an absolute bucket load of cash and raise all of the awareness thank you very much you're a good egg thank so you. Are you still to come we've had another round of word up but firstly martha collison is here hello long time hello. no see i know how are you good you look fresh i like your it's kind of milkmaid vibes oh thank you yeah. well it's a lovely I... blue dress for those <laughs> not seeing us dressing for the summer i'm going yeah. to my niece's fourth birthday party after this so oh, had to come ready to chef and ready to party okay so how much <laughs> chefing are you doing this well, party hopefully none hopefully <laughs> chefing now oh chefing now partying like, it's like oh no okay do you know something i don't know no, sorry i know nothing have you did you bake a cake for them i haven't i haven't baked <gasps> i made some blondies okay fine. so i'm gonna take this you have to take something i mean you have to take something no, particularly i've got too many nephews and nieces to do the cakes fine. otherwise i'd be constantly Caking. Okay. I'm constantly caking, which sounds like a lot of fun, to be fair. Um, do you find then when you go to parties that you're, you know, eating the cake and judging from afar? <laughs> no, never. No, just or generally, are you judging? I mean, people? everyone always says that to me. Like, oh, you can't, you can't eat my cake. I'm yeah. like, yes, I can. I'm, I'm just a regular I person. I can. I'll be absolutely disgusted by it in private. But you, <laughs> you know. can't go wrong with sugar anyway. It'll be, yeah. it'll be fun. Okay, but generally, do people f- get a bit nervous inviting you around because they think, oh, God, no, 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 I, I don't. Hope not. I wonder. I hope I'm kind and nice. No, and it's just kind. a treat to be fed. To be fair, when you're the one that does all the cooking, when someone else cooks for yeah. you, it's really nice. You're happy. You'll take anything. I'll literally take anything. <laughs> <laughs> Chuck it on the floor at my 18 month old. This is not something I'm advising generally. I feel like it might be good for their microbiome on some level. But she has gotten to, you know, eating a bit of her dinner, whatever, but like dropping quite a bit of it on the floor, asking to get out of the seat and then hoovering it up like a small puppy. I'm like, fill your boots, babe. First one, I was washing things. I was rubbing off the dust and fluff. Now I'm like, it'll be great. She'll like, go amazing immunity. It's fine. Right. What are we cooking today? I mean, is it cooking? Do we call it cooking? There was kind some of. cooking. There it's was fine. some roasting. Sorry, rude of me. But yes, <laughs> well, this is some cumin and honeyed carrot hummus. It looks insane gang because hummus let's be honest beige food generally I mean I know kids love it we all love it but this is not beige hummus I'm glad to say I know it's kind of like orangey hummus with all the vitamins and minerals from the carrots and all that lovely flavour adds such a nice sweetness I love hummus it's just like a it's a store cupboard Mm -hmm. become a store cupboard staple which I think is interesting because it's if you just look at it as a concept a chickpea dip yeah it's not really a very like (laughs) oh yeah my mayonnaise my get it into (laughs) ketchup and my chickpea dip yeah do you um um sieve off the uh chickpea juice (laughs) the chickpea juice goes in Oh, it goes in. Know, well, we get clever. to that after. I'm jumping ahead, aren't I? It makes it really kind of luscious and gives it... Because you get hummus, which is quite grainy. And to be fair, when yeah. you're making it yourself, you can choose. If you prefer it kind of thicker and more grainy, you okay. can do that. If you like it really velvety and smooth, you just puree it for a little bit longer. Mm, I like that you call it grainy rather than lumpy. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds much more just a little bit grainy. Not gritty, not lumpy. <laughs> is this easy to make? I feel like hummus, like you say, it's a store cupboard, isn't it? Once you've got a nifty little processor, you're away in a hack. 
It's really true. And also, I feel like you just feel a bit of a pro when you make your own hummus. Oh, yeah. When you, people come around for lunch and you've served up, you know, hummus and little things to dip in the hummus. Mm-hmm. It's like, actually, I made the hummus. <laughs> oh, OK. I know. I'm a fully fledged grown up. <laughs> also, I like the fact that, and I mean, you can obviously fake this with shop-bought hummus, not that we're encouraging that, but you, when you like dent a little hole in, in it and drip olive oil on it, oh, it yeah. looks homemade anyway. You've got, you can fill the cavity. I love that. There's a, actually a hummus cavity. restaurant, I think, in London I went to years ago where they literally hummus the outs the whole bowl is hummus they can swirl it all up around the side and then they fill the middle with like chicken or roasted vegetables but this is full of roasted carrots and roasted honey chickpeas martha you've excelled yourself this is smooth delicious oh good it's absolutely gorgeous and i did think maybe it was a bit early you always think (laughs) you know lunchtime is 12 but i'm fine with this i'd have it for breakfast right hit me with it Hit you with the recipe. (laughs) (laughs) You just talk, I'll be eating over here. So, we're starting with an entire bag of carrots. Really? I know, so quite a healthy one, this one. It's a Waitress Organic Dutchie Carrots, because they're the star of the recipe, so you want to pick some good ones. Mm -hmm. So you pick your carrots, you peel them. If they are thinner, or no, thicker than your thumb, cut them in half. Okay. If not, they go whole. They're going into the oven with a little bit of olive oil and some cumin in they go, 25 minutes to get nice and caramelised and crispy. Whilst that's happening, we're going to start prepping our chickpeas. So mm-hmm. it's really simple. Like We're using canned chickpeas. You can also use jarred. If you really want to get up the day before and soak some dried chickpeas. Who has time for that? Be my guest. Yeah, don't bother. <laughs> I didn't do that. Get a job. <laughs> get yourself a nice can of essential Waitrose chickpeas. Makes your life easy. Um, once your carrots have roasted, we're taking them out. We're putting a couple of chickpeas, just 80 grams of the can, into the roasting tin to get oh. nice and crispy because they're going to go on top. Oh, I just had a couple of them. They are very delicious so we want them to look nice so they go into mm. the roasting tin and out of the roasting tin comes half of the roasted carrots okay so the rest of them are going back into the oven with the chickpeas a little bit of honey to make okay them nice so you sweet. don't put because i was thinking oh she's after forgetting the honey now <laughs> so you don't put in from the beginning the honey because it gets burnt exactly so they nice. just go in for another 10 minutes so that the carrots can get a little bit charred and mm. they can get a little bit sticky with the honey and then we're taking the rest of the chickpeas and the juice. So nothing okay. gets wasted here. So like the full amount of juice? The, the full th- amount of juice. Oh. It goes into a saucepan with a clove of garlic. You don't okay. need to chop it or mince it. It just goes in whole. Yeah. And then you're going to chop up half of those carrots that have kind of, they'd be almost soft but not quite. They go into your saucepan. You're just going to okay. boil that for about 10 minutes. In the chickpea juice? In the chickpea juice. And this just softens those chickpeas. It softens the carrots and it means everything's going to blend really nicely. Okay. Once that's done, we're popping it into the food processor or a blender, mm-hmm. adding in a little bit of tahini, which is a sesame seed paste, which is essential to hummus. I didn't think there was tahini Gives in it there. that hummusy, hummusy yeah. flavour. But it's like got a bit of depth to it, doesn't it? I think sometimes if you don't put tahini in, it just all mm. tastes a bit like, you exactly. know, up there. It adds a loads of flavour. You don't need loads. It's only, I think, 80 grams. And then this is when we're putting our salt in. Also very high in calcium. Oh, tahini it? oh. it's made of sesame seeds so actually a really good way to sneak in calcium if you've got oh, a bit oh you've been doing some nutrition oh, yeah, nutrition read-ups <laughs> yeah. it's also this is a high protein snack so this could be a good little strictly number whacking yeah. in my bag if you're training for anything in particular my lunch box yeah sorry <laughs> it's not relevant to all of you guys <laughs> no I like that <laughs> Um, last thing, so once it's nice and smooth, the carrots have blended, it's just really lovely. We're adding in some lemon juice and this really lifts the flavour. Season now with your salt and pepper if you want to mm. until it's perfect for your taste. Then just kind of swirl it around a big bowl. 
sprinkle over your chickpeas and your carrots on the top. And then Ed, it's an Ed Smith recipe, this one. He does brilliant vegetarian recipes. He does other ones too, but he's particularly gifted at excellent flavours and mm-hmm. vegetarian recipes. He's also encouraging us to make a little toasted sunflower seed. So we're taking some sunflower seeds, sticking them in a little frying pan with some paprika and some cumin, a bit of salt, a couple of minutes so they're getting a bit toasted. Nice. And that's the final thing that goes over the top. Absolutely beautiful. A fancy dip. <laughs> a very a fancy, fancy dip. dip. But I feel like, I mean, that's, you know, with a slab of bread, that's lunch as well, isn't it? Or like a nice little supper. Oh, yeah. Throw an egg on the, maybe don't throw an egg on the top. Your face you looks actually, absolutely You throw repulsed. an egg on the top. <laughs> <laughs> you do it. I, I, don't, I don't mind what you do when I leave the room. <laughs> don't throw an egg on the top. You've been warned. You'll be judged heavily. Um, can I ask you quickly before I let you go? An air fryer. Oh, I know. I got one recently. I was like, is this the George Foreman of our generation? And it's actually really quite embarrassing to have one, admit <laughs> it and actually use it. Apparently you can boil eggs in them. Yeah. I yeah. think you can. I have an air fryer. And There's no shame in owning an air okay, fryer. Okay, great. Apparently it's very economical. It is, especially if you're cooking for just one or two people. Okay. Because you don't need to put your whole oven on. Right. You can just stick... If you want to make things crispy. Mm. We did air fryer... I did air fryer chips, a recipe for Waitrose. The okay. best air fryer chips. Oh, so I did a lot of different, <laughs> different tests. I did eggy bread, otherwise known as French toast. Very good, very handy. Oh, I've just realised my sink is not full of nonsense because I'm not particularly, um, you know, tidy chef. Okay. I use the word chef loosely, obviously. <laughs> um, but okay, great. This is a conversation for later. <laughs> anyway, we'll pick it up some... tomorrow. <laughs> tomorrow. Uh, head to waitrose.com forward slash show chef to see all of the recipes prepared by the glorious Martha. And you can also check them out on at Virgin. Radio UK across all socials. I'm off to eat some more hummus. Thank you so much, Martha. You are very welcome. We'll see you tomorrow. Are we going to hold off on saying what we're doing tomorrow? Oh, something sweet. Oh, Just something yes. sweet. <laughs> okay, fantastic. Thanks, lovely. Have a great time at the party. Thank you. Do you want to say happy birthday to your oh, niece? Oh, happy Never? birthday, Evie. Evie! <laughs> happy birthday! Come on, baby, tell me what's the word I word Word up. We don't want to roll over, lads. Word Up is back. We had one with Nick Grimshaw. It's not going to happen on my watch. So you are in with the chance to win a Graham Norton with Waitrose gift box stuffed full of lovely, lovely bits. We have got Annie from Deerham in Norfolk on the line. Hello. Good morning, Annie. Hi. Good morning. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Yourself? I'm very well, thank you. Thanks for listening and thanks for calling. What are you up to this morning, Annie, or today? I'm having quite a relaxing day, um, just pottering around, going up to the coast later uh, to spend the evening watching the sunset. Oh, that sounds dreamy. Are you a sea swimmer? I'm not. No. I wouldn't mind trying this. You should try, especially if you're up there. Did you watch? Are you? Do you live very close to the coast? I'm uh, probably only about thirty minutes away. Oh, lovely! Did you see that old blue moon the other night by the oh, coast? Amazing. I bet it was gorgeous. Smashing. Yeah, lovely. Um, I was in my house, <laughs> like a prisoner, um, looking out the window and I realised the house opposite it, because it's summer, maybe the tree at the back of that house had grown quite a lot and I was like literally standing on the windowsill <laughs> with my head out the window trying to get a glimpse. I could see something shimmering in the distance and, you know, the two girls were in bed so I couldn't leave them to go in search of the, in search of the moon, but they were a bit frantic. Do you get affected? by the moon Annie sorry to go into this um, not as much as you by the time no <laughs> <laughs> ah, 
yeah, I know. I get a bit nutty. Blame it all on the moon. Now, how do we feel, Annie, about a reusable hot drinks cup? Um... Amazing. Thrilled, yeah, excited. <laughs> I can tell. Caramel truffles, the number one oh, ones. Absolutely. How do we? What do we think about ginger Florentines? Be careful now. Uh, I'll, I'll definitely give them a go. Love a bit of ginger. Okay, great. That's the right answer when you're speaking to me, Annie. Right. <laughs> Shall we have a listen to this Texas clip? You're a fan, okay. right? Uh, yeah. Okay, so there's a bit of pressure. Oh, pressure on. Okay. Let's have a listen. And you're listening out, obviously, for the word that is missing. Here's the I don't want to. I just need a friend. So you'll know, Annie, very well that that was one of their, their first big hits. Do you know the word, mm-hmm. Annie? That is the question. I think the missing word is lover. Oh, Annie. I don't want to love <laughs> Bingo! Well done, well done. It was pretty easy, but, you know, well done. Thank you, thanks very much. Bingo, you won't have your little hamper for your coast trip, but you'll have Next it very week. soon. Maybe you can do another one. Get your swimsuit packed. Yeah. Stick in a bit of balsamic vinegar. Bob's your uncle, Fanny's your aunt. No, that would be great. Thanks very much. It sounds like an interesting picnic. (laughs) Ah, Yes, it does. Enjoy. Thank you so much. See you soon, Annie. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening today. You can catch me every Saturday and Sunday from 9.30 on Virgin Radio. Follow us on all our socials to keep up to date and make sure you check out our YouTube channel too. I know. Just look up at Virgin Radio UK and you'll find loads of great interviews and live sessions. Until next time. Angela Scanlon on the Graham Norton Radio Show with Waitrose. Food to feel good about. Virgin Radio.